I'm good to go when you are. Yeah, here we go. And we laugh. Oh. <laughs> no. Well, I, I don't know. Like I was saying in the pre-show, transfer windows popping if my phone vibrates. Um, but you know yeah. what? You know what? We're gonna do the old, the old uh, do not or that's the wrong button. The old do not disturb. There, <laughs> gonna put that on so no transfer news during this show. Got you. Welcome to the Gambler Shack, uh, NFL Conference Champions Edition. I am Robert Harris Jr., a.k.a. Bobby Beats. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Robo Harris Jr. My main man, Gabe Myers, G underscore Myers, M-Y-E-R-S, 33. What up, Gabe? Man, doing well, doing well. We were talking in the pre-show, already wagers placed this weekend, uh, caught the Monday lines for that one. Really, really good. Uh, really, really good divisional weekend. It's always a good NFL weekend when the Dallas Cowboys lose. So, yeah, that and was, you, and and you can make money on the Cowboys losing. That's that, that is true. That is true. You can't make money. That was a good game. Watched it at my cousin's uh, birthday party at his house. Him and his wife had a big party, and like it was a lot of Cowboys fans there, including my two uncles and uh and some more people there. And uh, it was just you knew like something was going to happen. You know, one yeah. of these teams was going to make a big play. It just happened to be the San Francisco 49ers. And after that, uh, Cowboys had chances, but it it just, you know. You know listen, you're, you're the quarterback who's a $49 million cap hit next year and a $51 million cap hit the year after that. Mm-hmm. Turns out he's turnover prone when he doesn't have the best offensive line in football, the best running back in football, and three elite wide receivers around him. If you can get those things around him, he's serviceable. But when he doesn't, it turns out he's very turnover prone. Who could have seen that coming? Yeah. And uh, the earlier game, uh, Cincinnati and Buffalo, I mean, hey, we we called it. We were on Cincinnati five. Hold on. Hold on. Uh Oh, I did. I said Cincinnati will cover, but they won't win. I did. Yeah. I called it. Somebody on this show had the foresight to say Cincinnati comfortably. You did. You did say comfortably. Someone said Cincinnati yeah. comfortably. And you said, Gabe, so are you saying best Cincinnati spread and sprinkle a little money line? No, that's not what I'm saying. What I was saying was bet Cincinnati on the money line. All of it. like All of it. All that, of is it. What I, that is what I said. Yeah, that, I mean, that game, uh, if you like snow, that was a pretty snowy game. But Cincinnati just dominated the game. And like you said, Josh Allen could not stop turning the ball over. And we only had the one turnover there at the end of the game. Buffalo's off. I mean, it was, and that game's been scrutinized a lot this week, so we won't go too deep into it. But third and two, deep shot. Third and one, deep shot. Third and four, deep shot. Like, And you're watching Burrow back there just moving the chains, moving Uh the chains, picking up first downs, keeping the offense on the field, keeping Buffalo's offense off the field. Just, And you saw the, I mean, the two best quarterbacks in football are now playing each other this weekend after what Joe Burrow did to Josh Allen. And I think that's a good place to start with Kansas City and Cincinnati as we're recording this on Friday at 442 Central Standard Time. The Chiefs are one-and-a-half-point favorites, according to Bovada. Rob, what's your feel here? Because obviously Mahomes, high ankle sprain. Uh, We don't know. 
how limited he's going to be. If he's going to be limited, he is going to play. How well is he going to play? Kansas City, one and a half. What's your feeling there? My feeling, I, I think Cincinnati is the is the dog, right? They're plus one and a half. I, I wouldn't say they're the public dog or whatnot, but, like, I like Cincinnati in this matchup and, quite honestly, outright to win because Mahomes on pretty much one leg, and you can't really play around with a high ankle sprain. You know, that, those yeah. are nagging. Those are very nagging injuries. Yeah. Well, let me – so I – um. I mean, I I'm the recipient of four high ankle sprains in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so a high ankle, you hear high ankle sprain. If you haven't had one, it's like you think, okay, a sprained ankle. Well, mm -hmm. a high ankle sprain, you tear a muscle mm -hmm. down there. Mm -hmm. And it's, it knocks out athletes typically for a month. Mm -hmm. It knocked me out for a month or more each time I had it. Now, Patrick Mahomes is a much better athlete than I am. Sherry has better pain tolerance and better access to painkillers in his training staff <laughs> than I did. He's going to play, but this is not some, like, you can just tape it up and tough it out. Like, this isn't a normal, normal ankle sprain. You can do that. Uh -huh. You know, you can do that. Just tape it up and tough it out. This is a little different. Yeah, and, and just how, how he got hit and how the ankle – kind of, you know, did the injury itself. It's, it's just different. And I, I just think this matchup, Cincinnati is very confident. You went into Buffalo, took care of business. Not business, but business. They took care of business out there in Buffalo. Now, now you're on the road again to Kansas City. They beat this team last season to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah. I think they do it again. I think they do it again. I just think if it's, if it's up to Mahomes, he has to win the game. He's done it many a times. Not 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 knocking the dude. He probably will win MVP. But if it's in his if it, if the ball is in his hands, like I don't trust him on that high ankle sprain. And Kansas City, I like Pachero, um, Pacharo, whatever how you just Bachero. And you see that you see that roll of the tongue. Yeah. Running back out of Rutgers, six round pick, by the way. He could run, he could tote the ball, but wait, are you saying Pacheco? But oh Pacheco, why I said Pacheco? Why I, I don't know. How bad is Pacheco? And he was a seventh round pick out of Rutgers. Damn. That's yeah, a diamond seven. in the roof. Yeah. Uh yeah, Andy Reid has a habit of doing that. <laughs> yeah, he, he really does. I, I just think Cincinnati might be the play, man. I just think plus one and a half. I know it's it'd probably be the public darling like uh Temple Bay plus two and yeah. a half was. But Tampa Bay was a bad football team. Yeah, 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 yeah. That that's another story for another day. They were, yeah, they were they weren't good all season. But this Cincinnati uh, Bengals team, hey, that D line is gonna get to you. I, I like Chase. I, Higgins been kind of quiet, but he gonna wake up. Um, and the running game is there, and, and Joey Joey Burrow, man, he's there too. So I I think they go in there in Kansas City again. I think they beat them. Bottom line. Yeah, this is um, – so I'll tell you what I – so I like Kansas City. Um, Rob and I got into it in a pre-show. I have a substantial wager on Kansas – or not Kansas City, Cincinnati, I mean. I like Cincinnati. I have a substantial wager on Cincinnati. Um, the, the under intrigues me here because we've seen how well Cincinnati's defense has played. Romo on the broadcast last week was – Lou Anarumo, I believe is his name. Uh, he was talking about Lou and how you know how he's got that defense playing. And you mentioned a Cincy defensive line. 
they get after you, and it's not big name guys. It's uh-huh. Sam Hubbard. It's Trey Hendrickson, who was a guy with the Saints, who was kind of a secondary pass rusher. Now is a consistent double digit sack guy over in Cincinnati. It's DJ Reader, who is a real run stuffer with the Texans. Texans let him go since he brings him in. He's a good interior pass rusher, also good at stopping to run inside, making life hell for interior offensive linemen. Cincinnati gets after you. They force turnovers. And again, I what I worry about with Kansas City, if Mahomes was a Tom Brady or even Joe Burrow type passer mm-hmm. and had a high ankle sprain, and Burrow's the guy who does escape the rush a little bit, but Burrow is a true, true pocket passer. Mm-hmm. A true pocket passer. I wouldn't be too worried for Mahomes. Yeah, he's going to be limited, but you know he they're going to do everything they can to get him ready, and he'll 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 sit back there, and if they can avoid him getting hit, he can sit back there and slice you and dice you. But what makes Patrick Mahomes Patrick Mahomes, and in turn, what makes the Chiefs the Chiefs, is Mahomes' ability to scramble, is his ability to run, and we saw last week he's more than capable as a pocket passer. Mm-hmm. He can sit back there and slice you and dice you. With this Bengals defense a little bit better than Jacksonville defense they came across last week. I like Cincy plus the one and a half. I like Cincy to win this game. I showed the bracket last week. And for those who watch us, I showed my playoff bracket. I had Kansas City and San Francisco in the Super Bowl. I'm amending that to Cincinnati with a Mahomes high ankle sprain. I don't – I Mahomes not being able to move around, I think that takes too much of the big play away from Kansas City. And then going on the flip side, looking at Cincinnati, man, I, I mean, Kansas City's defense, I think, is a little better than people think. Uh-huh. But I don't think they're stopping Cincinnati. They're, they're not the Baltimore Ravens that gave Cincinnati fits a couple of weeks ago. Um, Kansas City's defense, I don't know how they contend with Chase Higgins, Boyd, Mixon, all those guys. Now, I will say, Cincinnati, what we talked about all last week, offensive line injuries, offensive line injuries. Can they keep guys off the quarterback? Well, Kansas City was top five in sacks this year. So yep. that's something to watch for. If Kansas City's defensive line, if they are getting after the quarterback, that could be some an area of concern because we're, we're not talking about that at all last week. We're acting like those three starters just came back for mm-hmm. Cincinnati. They did not. It's the same guys. They just had a good game against Buffalo. Can the offensive line repeat that performance? To me, that's the key, but I like Joey B. I like the Cincinnati offense a lot, and I like them to win this game. All right. Well, the game earlier, I think on the schedule, is yeah. San Francisco and Philly. Uh, big matchup here. Philly is favorite right now as we record this. Give a discretion. On Friday at da, 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 4.49 Central Standard Time, 5.49 Gabe's time. No, 3.49 Mountain Time for Gabe. 3.49 my time. Uh, yeah, so... Two and a half is the favorite for Philly. Uh, over under 46 and a half. Um, game's going to be a, a tricky, tricky game. Philly looked amazing in the first half. In the first half. Well, yeah. I mean, they were up like what, 28 to zero? But the defense, hard. the defense was on Daniel Jones like white on rice. They were on that man. Five sacks, but they the pre, if I see the pressure number, they were they were attacking Daniel Jones and pretty much eliminated Saquon in the first half, of course. But in the second half, he got a little bit back together. But 
Yeah, the Giants started playing well when they were down four touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, out of all the yeah, divisional – I think the Eagles at that point, it was a kill-the-clock operation. For, for the uh, – And the Eagles still outscored them in the second half. They won 38-7. to Yeah, I mean, for all the divisional games, that probably was the worst one because it was not competitive. But uh, to this game, uh, San Francisco – Defense was was amazing. Uh, they just made key plays at the right time. Honestly speaking, they really made the key plays at the right time. Purdy, he he looked a little rattled. We did say that. We did say that he was, you know, what you know, can this kid be rattled? Sometimes he was a little rattled, but I think you know Philly defense. I mean, excuse me, San Francisco offense was going to make adjustments. They got Christian McCaffrey back there. They got Debo back there. They got gets and gadget guys who can catch off the screen pass to avoid all that rush up the middle from Philly's defense. Got a prop in this game that I really like. I like Ooh. I like Purdy over one and a half touchdowns at plus 131 odds, which means you bet 131, you get – well, excuse me, I said that. You, yeah. You bet a hundred. <laughs> you get 131 back. But – um. Yes, uh, so but I, I like I like that prop. I think Purdy, man, it, seven round, Mister Irrelevant. I think he this is the moment. Yeah, and you got the twenty nineteen rematch of the Super Bowl, but uh, but you amended it with Cincinnati going to the Super Bowl now. But um, I think I think Purdy's in a good good spot here, even though he's going to Philly. It's cold. But I, I think he, he played. Well, he played state. college football he played out state. state. Played out state. state. That, that's that's colder, you know. So it, it's going to be a a good matchup for Purdy against Jalen Hurts. You didn't get to see Jalen do too much. Jalen, my boy, I'm just well, saying. That, uh, well, saying that's a good thing for me for the Eagles was they didn't have to. Jalen didn't have to take any hits. Jalen didn't have to really go out and run too much. Nope. He got to sit back there comfortably and find A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith and uh -huh. ha hand it off to Miles Sanders and Boston Scott, who I guess he hates New York because his name is Boston, always scores against the Giants. Uh, Jalen didn't have to do a whole lot. So that's – you bring up an interesting point because is it can Jalen do a whole lot or were the Eagles just like, look, we're going to dust these dudes. Let's not have Jalen take any unnecessary hits. Just get to next week against what we know is a really good San Francisco team. I think to that point, I think when it was like 14-0, like when it was big, really, like that first quarter was real big at 14-0, and then it went 21-0 like that. I think they were like, okay, we can lay off and give the ball to Gainwell. We can give the ball to Sanders. We can give the ball to Scott. Like we can use that three-headed monster at the running back position to take the lot off Jalen. Because Giants couldn't stop the run. They couldn't stop the run at all. So I right. think, like you said, it's like, okay, let's let's wait to, you know, to a good conference championship game, NFC championship game, to see what he can do. He didn't really have, like I said, he, I hate to be repetitive, but he didn't really have to do too much. I don't know if that's an advantage going into this game because San Francisco, I'm pretty sure they got spies. Mm -hmm. They got linebackers sitting in the zone watching Jalen move out the pocket, keeping an eye on him. So I don't I – don't, Man, I want to rock with the Eagles, but I don't know. San Francisco, that defense, they make one key play in the game that changes the whole thing for me watching this team. Yeah, so we got a – this is the most negative Rob has ever been on Jalen Hurts. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> 
or the whole team. The- <laughs> well, no, but not oh, not that you were even because usually it's like because in the past I've like really doubted Jalen. And you're like, Gabe, Jalen's this, Jalen's that, Jalen's this. Yeah, like, yeah, I did tell you. Yeah, and so you're like having to sell me on him, but now you're not having to sell me on him, and you're like, well, I don't know. He didn't have to do anything. Is that, you know, is it indicative of, like, things to come? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, Rob, actually, this is the most doubt I've heard with Jalen Hurts. And it's, like, not even mild criticism, so I'm just I'm just ribbing you. Um, but he, 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 this is what I'm interested for in this matchup. Like, X is, I guess, X is an O standpoint. Um, San Francisco is a really good run defense, mm-hmm. really good run, and they just line up with their four D linemen and they play three off the ball linebackers and they just go make plays. You can't run it at them, but Philly, Philly's the top run rush offense in the league, but mm-hmm. they run the ball a little bit differently. They don't, and they have a great offensive line. They can just hand it off to running backs and go straight ahead with you know Kelsey and Lane Johnson. I mean they they're you know, Vitae, they're outstanding on that offensive line. Um, But Philly, with the read option with Jalen Hurts, and they do so much, and it revolves around Jalen, they do so many creative things in the run game, and it's so, you know, assignment-oriented. They get defenses slow in one way, and then they run the other. I'm interested to see if San Francisco, because they take away every team's ability to run the football. You saw Dallas, they ran for like two yards of carry. Like, Dallas simply just could not run the football. Can San Francisco do that to Philadelphia? Because if they can, if San Francisco can do that to Philadelphia, then I think San Francisco wins this game really comfortably. But if Philly can make things uncomfortable for that San Francisco defense, if Philly makes things uncomfortable in the run game, then you see the, you know, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, they get into one-on-one matchups. Deep shots over the top are available. and I, I don't think Jalen's the world's most pure pocket passer as a Joe Burrow or even a Mahomes who's going to sit back there and slice you and dice you. But when he's working off play action and he can take shots deep down the field, I mean, he's as good a deep ball quarterback as we have in the league. I mean, he throws a, re- he throws a really good deep ball. He hits guys in stride down the field in one-on-one matchups, and he's got two receivers in Smith and Brown who can win those one-on-one matchups. Um, that's what I'm curious to see. Can San Francisco take away Philly's run game early, or is Philly going to be able to run the football successfully and get the one-on-one matchups with their receivers, get Dallas Goddard work in the middle of the field? That's the that's the thing that kind of intrigues me because we know about San Francisco's defense and Philly's offense. That we're going to be able to see that right away. If Philly's able to come out and run in the football, I think it could be a long day for san francisco yeah i kind of i'm still thinking under for this game uh i like it at under 46 and a half a personal lean of mine i I think you're gonna have a duel with the with the quarterback side uh what's going on on my computer you're gonna have a quick uh a duel Oh, that was kind of late uh a duel with the computer uh with with the computer (laughs) duel with this game um like you said, it, it good run defense from San Francisco, and what Philly does well, they rush the quarterback. They 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 rush the quarterback. Well, and then for Philly, it's the opposite thing. Yeah, can they stop the run and get out and in front and allow those pass rushers? Because if San Francisco is able to go and run the football, not mm-hmm. that Philly is uncap not capable of defending the run. They are, mm-hmm. but their strength is getting ahead early, letting the pass rushers eat. True. 
if yes. if if they can't get ahead early and San Francisco can run the ball, work and play action, keep the defensive line off balance, that's where for Philly, that's where for Philly's defense I get worried. And here's the thing I'll say with Philly's defense is compared who say, oh, Dallas gave San Francisco problems last week. San Francisco problems last week. Mm-hmm. Dallas has two things. Dallas has really good safety play with Curse and Donovan Wilson, Jaron Curse and Donovan Wilson, and all their linebackers, uh, Barr, Leighton Vanderesh, even Parsons. They're all really fast. They're all, they're all really fast linebackers. And the reason why I say linebackers and safeties, because mm-hmm. that's who's charged with covering tight ends and running backs, mm-hmm. Kittle and McCaffrey. So Dallas actually personnel wise had some, not that they were going to win those matchups necessarily, but they were going to be able to compete more so than most teams can uh-huh. against these various things that San Francisco does because of their athleticism at the safety position and the linebacker position. Uh-huh. Billy's got good corners with Slay and Bradbury. Both of them are outstanding. What's the weakest unit on their defense? I would say their linebackers. What's the second unit, weakest unit on their defense? I'd say their safeties. So that's for me with San Francisco. Are Kittle and McCaffrey – are they going to eat this game? Because obviously Slay and Bradbury, they'll be on Debo and Ayuk. I mean, that, uh-huh. those will be – I think they'll just pick a side and stay there. Uh-huh. Um, but will Philly's safeties, will their linebackers, slot corners – because remember, they lost Devontae Maddox. He's still hurt. That was uh-huh. their slot corner. That's a big loss for them. Will those guys be able to go and consistently win matchups against Kittle and McCaffrey, who are the two, two of the key cogs of San Francisco's offense? Yeah, absolutely. So that's my uh, again. I kind of, I'm kind of that's my. This game is really interesting. Uh-huh. This game is really, but the rosters, are, but it's because the rosters are so loaded. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I agree. I, I think the yeah, the rosters are low, especially like for San Francisco. Their their defense, they're pretty much. Yeah, I got well, some, I mean, uh, like Philly's got two All-Pro corners. They yeah. shattered the sacks record this year. Like yeah. Hassan Reddick's not even like they list him as a starting linebacker, but they play a four-man front. Mm-hmm. Reddick lines up as a defensive end. He's not even on there, like in first and second downs. Yeah, like they got like he's, they, he's they rotate in, free, in right? guys like Brandon Graham. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, guy who's been around a long time. Cod. Josh Sweat, who's a yeah. monster off the edge. Like he's a rotational piece. Yeah. Oh, man, on the offensive line, the Eagle. I mean, Kelsey's a Hall of Famer. Lane Johnson's a Hall of Famer. Who's the Who's the guard? I I can't remember the guard's name, but that was an All Pro guy as well. But Vitai, left tackle is really good. Sanders, thousand yard back. I mean, the Eagle, two really good receivers. Oh, AJ Brown was an All Pro. Mm-hmm. Like and then, I mean, we won't have to go to San Francisco. It's the same thing. Like these rosters are just. I think a lot of us think of San Francisco. Oh man, San Francisco's got a really stacked roster because we've seen it for years and years. We're like, man, they got a really good team, but Jimmy mm-hmm. G is terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the Eagles have that same level or very close to the same level of talent as San Francisco. Maybe mm-hmm. the Eagles don't have quite as many high end guys. Like they don't. As great as their defensive line is, they don't have a Nick Bosa. Yeah. But they got like three or four dudes who would be the second best player on yeah. San Francisco's defensive line. So it this is a really interesting year. We're kind of ducking, we're dancing around it. Rob, Philly minus two and a half or San Francisco plus two and a half? I'll take San Francisco two and a half. 
Ooh, I did not expect that answer from you. Uh, give, give me a reason. I, it's, you know me. It's, uh, we bet numbers. You know, I think the number. I think the number is right. I think more money probably will come in on Philly by the time this kicks off on Sunday. Well, it's. I it's, think it, it's I under think a field move. ball. So, are, do you think San Francisco wins the game? I don't think they win the game. I think it's one of those one or two two point type of things. That's oh, yeah. I think you're a ballsier man than I. That's tough. You're taking you're taking two and a half with a team that you don't think is going to win. I think it's going to win. That's interesting. No, like wait, wait for it to get to three, maybe. Well, you know me. If it goes to three, ooh. Okay, let me ask you this: What if it goes down to two? I'll take Philly there, because that hook, the hook means people don't know. Point five, that means a lot. That means a hell of a lot, because you could. <laughs> so, so here, I get you. Like, mm-hmm. hey, if it gets to three, I'll take San Francisco. I think Philly's gonna win, but I'll take San Francisco. I get that part of it, and I've made a few bets like that on the show. Mm-hmm. Um. But at two and a half, I couldn't take a team at two and a half that I don't think is going to win. All right, all right. You know me. Yeah, that, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to help. Help me help you. Um, all right, all right. Oh, no, now, let me say this. Uh-huh. I think San Francisco wins the game. <laughs> I think San Francisco. I think San Francisco. So, here, so I went through like kind of the different matchups, things to look for. Mm-hmm. Jalen is better than Brock Purdy. So I ain't going to say – because usually for me it's like, well, quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Well, Jalen's better than Brock Purdy. Mm-hmm. Is it possible that Nick Sirianni is just a little bit overrated right now? Is it possible he's a little bit overrated? If he have came out flat against the New York Giants, I will agree No, he gets you. the guys ready. But he I'm saying like ready. a schematic guy. I mean, San Francisco is going – I mean, this this ain't the New York Giants. San Francisco ain't gonna come in and get yeah, pushed yeah, around. They, they gonna get pushed around like that early, but they, they don't get pushed around by anybody. But, but who knows? I mean, this this has been a it's been a good playoffs, but but so I like Kyle Shanahan over the no, over Nick Sirianni. over Sirianni. Okay. okay. Um, I think D'Amico is a better DC than future John head Cameron. coach of the Houston my Houston Texans. The future head coach of the Houston Texans is the. Hey, our October oh, yeah, 17th, yeah, they fired Jack Easterby, so it's our again. Maybe our I'll wear my J.J. Watt jersey again on the show. Um, the uh, So I, I like San Francisco's coaching staff better. San Francisco has yeah. been in this spot. And I like I th- what I like with San Francisco, Everybody is like, well, it didn't play well against Dallas Eagles. It looked like they're just gonna run through them. When's the last time the Eagles won a competitive game against a good team? Game that was gonna be closely played, come down to the you know, come down to the last possession and then come out with a win. With Gardner Minshew, they played against the Cowboys, but they lost that one. They lost that, they lost the Saints game too. The last time they played a com- just a competitive, a real competitive game, like down to the wire game and won just against anybody, November 20th against the Colts. Yeah. They won 17 16 mm-hmm. against the Jeff Saturday Colts. Mm-hmm. So I 
Philly, I worry about them in a game that we all agree is going to be pretty tight. San Francisco has been in these situations. Kyle Shanahan, that coaching staff, these players. Maybe Brock Purdy hasn't. But what has Brock Purdy showed us? He's not turnover prone. And this offense gives him so many freebies. He's going to be able to distribute and get it to Debo, IU, Kittle, McCaffrey. He's going to be able to get it to those guys in late game situational football. San Francisco's been in more of these spots in the last couple of years and came out victorious. I like San Francisco. Also, another, another small thing here. Robbie Gold's never missed a playoff kick. If it comes down to a, if it comes down to special teams, comes down to a field goal game. I like San Francisco there as well. I think San Francisco has some advantages in this game. I know Philly's at the two all-pro corners, but I like San Francisco's weapons against their secondary. I like San Francisco's ability to run the football. I like George Kittle and McCaffrey against those linebackers. I like San Francisco's defensive line against Philly's offensive line. San Francisco rotates. They'll event maybe start of the game. Philly gets them as the game wears on. I like San Francisco to win the battle in the trenches. San Francisco's also got a lot of speed at linebacker. I like Jalen Hurts to turn the ball over and Brock Purdy not to. That's the difference. San Francisco money line, Rob. San Francisco money line wins a close game against the Eagles. Well, since you're going that way, I'll go with Philly then. I'll rock with Philly. Well, okay, so your logic is, Rob, your logic is good. If you think the Eagles are going to win – Take the Eagles at two and a half. Now, if it gets to three, that's different. Oh, yeah, yeah, if it, yeah, of at, course. Yeah. At three, it's different, but at two and a half, I, don't, I can't imagine. Maybe we should go consult our, our gambling for brethren. Um, go, but I want, I want, we, we need to guess I, to me at least because how many games end at one or two? Now, some of them do, and this oh. one very well might. Uh-huh. This one very well might. Well, I just think, man, if you're going, if you think the Eagles are going to win, the spread's under three. That's that's tough. Yeah, that is, that's tough. If it's on, now, if it's at three, I get it. Because then yeah. you know, Niners win by a, or uh, Eagles win by a field goal, you get the push. So mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I get it, or or yeah, if the Eagles win by a field goal, you bet on the Niners, you get the push. Ooh, that's that's tough, my man. You, you being a little hesitant on Jalen Hurts and the Eagles is giving me all the confidence I need. <laughs> For those new listeners of the show, behind Rob's computer screen he's sitting at right now is a shrine to one Jalen Hurts. No, I joke when I say that. But Jalen Hurts is a patron saint of Rob's. <laughs> Yeah, I'm Rob loves him some Jalen Hurts and is ne- and never doubts him. And every time he bets the Eagles, it's with his chest, like because Jalen Hurts is that guy. Yeah, but I don't. I'm not. I'm not getting that sense from Rob today. It, it's just he didn't test out the shoulder. And what I'm talking about, he didn't test out the shoulder. He didn't have to, but it's just. And he even he said it. He it. even said it in 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 the post game interview. They asked him about his shoulder. They said, "Well, I didn't, I didn't get a chance to test it out. So who knows? I'll be ready next week." So it's like, uh, I don't know, I don't know. Like I want to, but I don't know. It's, it, it feels like the Patrick Mahomes high ankle sprain. Like it's like, ooh, it's Pat, it's Pat now. It's MVP, 
maybe twice. But I don't know on that ankle. It's a different story. So it's it, it's that type. So you going think Hertz's shoulders just gone really underreported this week? I think so because how dynam- how dominant dominating the victory was against the New York Giants. Okay, you dig what I'm saying? Like it, it's yeah, thirty eight to seven. Nobody really focused on the shoulder. Yeah. We're talking about the running game and the defensive the, the pass rush. Excuse me, from the defense of the yeah. Philadelphia Eagles. So. And there is a Bill. I think it's Bill Simmons who says this. He goes, uh, "Beware the team that looks too good on Wild Card Weekend." Well, I mean, last week was the Eagles' first playoff game. Is yeah, it like it they almost looked too good? Mm-hmm. And San Francisco looked sloppy, and Brock at times, Brock Purdy at times looked a little bit rattled. And you know, maybe if Dak doesn't turn the ball over, does that game end? Dif- does that outcome different? Possibly. Um, so you got, you know, it does feel like there is this feeling of, well, Philly's just so, you know, Philly's just dominant. But the betting market's telling you these teams are really close. I mean, two and a half, uh, two and a half point spread here. It Now, I tell you what you say with Jalen Hurts. With me, it's the Cincinnati offensive line. Like yeah. something a week ago we were all talking about. Mm-hmm. And now none of us are talking about. But the only thing that's changed is Cincinnati beat Buffalo. The only thing that changed with Jalen is they beat the Giants. Mm-hmm. Well, turns out Buffalo just wasn't much of a threat. Turned out the Giants just didn't belong there. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's an interesting. I'm glad I'm making you talk this out because I'm getting okay. Yeah. Okay. Because again, you got new new listeners of the show with Jalen Hurts. Rob has a history of being ten toes down, like he's planting his flag. Like this is Jalen Hurts is that guy. Jalen Hurts is him. That's usually right. I tried to tell you. I told you when he went to Oklahoma. Okay, when he was at Bama, he was he was a he was a game manager because they had great running back and they had a good defense. But Lincoln Riley made him a quarterback. Okay. Yeah. No. No. I no. That's absolutely. He he made him a a true quarterback to okay. But anyway, that's besides the point. Wait <laughs> but no, so that so that's uh, no, but that's so I just wanted to get because guys, Rob is usually all the way in yeah, with yeah. Uh, Jalen Hurts. There's one more bet I want to mention. I need to get the number okay. on it, so we're gonna go real quick. So I like in the Chiefs Bengals game. Mm-hmm. I like a T Higgins anytime touchdown. Oh, I like a T Higgins. Hmm. Hmm. A T. Higgins anytime touchdown. Mm. You got me thinking now. Mm. Yeah, because they're gonna be, they're gonna be on Chase, the tight end. Uh, Hurst had a good game last week. Kansas City's, and I like you know T. Higgins in the red zone, six foot five, gonna be facing, uh, gonna be facing one on one coverage. I, I like a T. Higgins. To, I like a T. Higgins anytime touchdown. What is the odds on that? Yeah, I'm trying to pull it up right now. My, my okay, I see. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Plus 165. I like, T, I like T. Higgins anytime touchdown. That ain't bad. That's uh, – and like there's Tyler. one for the – there's mm-hmm. ones for the Chiefs I would like if Mahomes was healthy. You know, like if Mahomes was healthy, there's ones I would like. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with Mahomes being out, it's – I don't know how with Cincinnati, we know how their offense functions. We've yeah. seen it for the last three months. They like mm-hmm. they 
run their offense the way they run their offense. Uh, with Kansas City, their offensive style or the way they're going to have to move down the field is going to be different. It ain't going to be Mahomes just making plays, improvising. It's going to have to be straight from the pocket. So some of those second reaction plays are not uh, not quite going to be there. So, yeah, but T. Higgins, that's my prop. T. Higgins is anytime TD. I'm not mad. Last at time I gave out a bet like that was a Super Bowl. I liked Odell first touchdown and it hit. So, and I thank you for that. Um, I <laughs> jumped around this apartment when Odell caught that <laughs> touchdown. Yeah, I thank you for that. Appreciate. I was that. at a Super Bowl party and I jumped and I was like, none of us, no one was like really hard rooting either way. But when Odell scored a TD, I'm like, yeah. And they're like, I didn't realize you were such a Rams fan. I pulled out the ticket, like, uh, not really. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, that is the game to check. <laughs> I am Robert Harris Jr., aka Bobby Beach. You can follow me on Twitter at Robo Harris Jr. Follow my main man, Gabe Myers, G underscore Myers, M Y E R S 33 on Twitter. Uh, that is that is the game to check. Uh, we'll go ahead on that note. Um, uh, three things I always remember manage your bankroll, bear responsibly, and have fun doing this. It is T. Higgins anytime touchdown. Man. Oh, that too. That too. That too. That too. <laughs> Write that down. Write that down. Plus one sixty five. Bet hundred. Get one sixty five back. That equals up to two sixty five. And that is the gambling show. Peace, everybody.